are a guest on the Crosstalk to discuss a, a topic that I got via email from uh, from an individual because I just haven't uh, I haven't figured it out. I'm I right away. Uh, listeners, people in America are going to gear up to call the president a hero or a liar because if he spends money re-upping any of the COVID-19 benefits for the unemployed, he's a hero. Uh, but deficit spending at some point will mean that he's a schlub and he doesn't care about our children's children. I hear that that all the time. You're leaving this bill for our children's children. You know what? You could go out to great, 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 great children are still going to have a bill from their predecessors. Our guest, Dr. Joheim, try and help understand deficit spending. I don't envy politicians, the president and otherwise, to try and figure out how to help those who are unemployed while not overextending our financial debt into the next millennia. Yeah, the uh, the president, the Senate, uh, the Democrats in the House, uh, they are all a little bit uh, on disagreement, shall we say, in terms of what to do with that six hundred million, six hundred thousand dollars, excuse me, six hundred dollar unemployment insurance extension. My understanding is it's going to be done in most states by the end of July, uh, and what the Democrats want to do is to uh, to continue this at least till uh, January first, I believe. Uh, this is an election year, Mike. What do you think? Well, uh, yeah. I, at the House, you know they're going to do something. The president uh, sure. he says what he's going to do, but uh, he's threatened to veto. Uh, he doesn't want any more money for uh, additional testing. He doesn't want any more money for the CDC. Uh, he also wants a payroll tax cut uh, as part of this deal. Uh, one, one suspects that with the election going, that, uh, that they'll come up with some kind of a compromise because uh, so far they've done, I think, four different versions of uh, covid legislation. Well, and they'll continue to do that. In the meantime, regardless of what the president says or thinks, COVID-19 is going to be an issue. And because he's not the king, uh, he can't say American schools open. I demand it. Uh, He can't say that. So you can make all the noise you want. Uh, Threaten federal money if a school district doesn't open. That's, you know, that's pushing it, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. We have uh, checks and balances at the federal level, and we have a federal system at the state and federal level. The effect is uh, you cannot do, you don't have a dictatorial power. You cannot just tell everybody what to do. Right. Sometimes you can threaten them. Uh, you can use a bully pulpit. You can threaten them with uh, less financial aid, you know, use it as, a, as a, uh, a wedge of sorts. But the reality is they have to work together to get anything done. Thank God. Well, and will they? You think? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question. Are they going to work together? <laughs> well, it, I think with the election coming up, I'm reasonably optimistic that the Senate and the, the Democrats in the House are going to get together with some kind of a package. Uh, it, it appears as if the Senate and the House are both interested in uh, more money for testing and equipment. Well, what a surprise. You know, if you look at Europe, you look at Asia, the one thing they did is did a lot of testing. They drove down the price of uh, the cost of uh, this. They, they uh, essentially did testing. They got it down to where you could, in fact, keep track of people. If they had the COVID device, they were isolated. You can't isolate millions and millions of people like we're, we could do here. We can't do that. But they did it. They got it down lower. And it seems like the model is sitting there all over the place in Europe and Asia. We can't get it done. 
Well, and the only place you can isolate millions of people is China, where they say everybody that lives in this city of 1.3 million people stay in your house. And then they all follow that up with. And if we see you on the street, we will take you to prison or shoot you on the spot. Uh, yeah. They don't mess around. So, of course, they can isolate a million people because if you don't stay in your house, we will kill you. In America, of course, that's not the deal. And so many people say, I'm an American. You can't make me wear a mask or stay home or anything because this is all BS. My experts disagree with your experts, and so your experts are liars. Yeah, that's a, that's the sad part of all this, Mike. Uh, maybe the, the horse is out of the barn already, and we're going to have a hard time getting this under control at this stage. And this deficit spending that people get wicky-wacky about. I know libertarians in particular really grumpy about uh, about deficit spending because my kids' kids' kids are going to have this bill. That's all right. I'm pretty sure that before you and I were born, there was somebody saying, you know what, my kid, little Joey, is going to grow up and have a bill. That's right. And, and everybody else that's going to grow up is going to have a bill because that's the way America does business. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll say something about Donald Trump, uh, good and bad. Right. One is that we've had balanced budgets three times since 1968. Three times. What does that tell you? The politicians love to spend money. The, the bad news, however, is that over a four-year period, President Trump is going to have the largest deficits in U.S. history. Right. What didn't... Is, uh, he's been averaging more than a billion, excuse me, a trillion dollars a year. And, and this year, I think it's going to be three and a half to four and a half to trillion dollars. Right. Didn't Barack Obama also have the highest deficit in the history of presidents? At that time, he did. Right. Oh, yeah. No, no, Trump's is larger. But, he never uh, averaged uh, $1 trillion a year, and that's what's going to happen for this four-year sure. period. Well, and uh, somewhere in there, COVID-19 has to figure into why. Oh, why absolutely. Is this, yeah. So, <clears throat> so mean, there will be an uh, asterisk next to his name. Highest deficit ever, asterisk, COVID-19, put everybody out of work. Joe, I appreciate you spending time with us. No easy answers, that's for sure. But I appreciate you spending time with us. We will we'll do it again because, you know, that's what we do. 